The following reading was done a long time ago before I had the recording equipment and resources I do now, so I apologise for its lower quality, but I still think you all will enjoy it. Chapter 3. Ownership Hey Rarity, I brought the stuff you asked for, Applejack said. She took off her saddlebags and set them against the wall. Excellent. Would you be a deer and do a bit of rope work on Dash? You'll find her downstairs, spread eagle. Anything in particular? Clove hitch? Sheet nut? Bowline? Rarity smiled. Whatever you find aesthetically pleasing is fine. The goal, however, is to totally immobilise her. Well, I reckon I have just the thing. Been dying to test it out on some pony. I'll be back in an hour from my shopping trip. Twilight and Pinky went to grab lunch, so it's just you two. Have fun, AJ. Perhaps you can get her to squeal like a pig. Rarity looked to her side. Come here, pet. Fluttershy let out a small squeak and ran over to her side. Yes, mistress? Applejack saw a collar around Fluttershy's neck with a small heart-shaped pendant. She couldn't read it from where she stood, but she knew the meaning. I thought Dash was supposed to be the pet. They both are, and since Fluttershy cares so deeply for Dash, I've arranged a special play date for them. Well, have fun with that, Applejack replied. She picked her saddlebags back up and headed downstairs, in front of the door to the basement where there was a set of Medi-World costumes. Rarity made modifications to them, since they no longer served well as actual disguises. Applejack's costume was a simple design, lacking a corset, as she'd been so hard-pressed to tie it. Instead, the cape hid a tight leather bodysuit. It had been made synthetically, but Applejack was just as thrilled at the feeling of it gripping her skin. A few well-placed zippers allowed her inside easily. She clipped a necklace around her neck that had been enchanted to change her voice, along with the fake wings and horn. Dash wouldn't know it was her, at least not until she started tying up tying her up in rope. Applejack wasn't comfortable being dishonest, but figured the disguise wasn't a lie so much as another side of her. This was the AJ who had a soft spot for mares and had often imagined spending a night tying up one of her friends, or perhaps even vinyl scratch. Dash heard the door sw swing open and stretched her neck to see who it was. She saw Mare do well enter and noticed the suit seemed slightly different with her light shine and more rugged looks. Well, that's interesting. Applejack walked over and unfastened a rope from the bedpost. Dash was about to lash out at her to try and escape, but AJ used the rope to pull her foreleg behind her back. She made every attempt to wrestle herself free and only succeeded in annoying her captor. Stop moving, Applejack said. She sat down on Dash's chest and let her weight pin her to the bed. The gag was a bright red and she found herself kissing Dash and teasing her lips with her tongue. Dash was caught off guard by the sudden advance, realising too late that her other leg had been freed. It had been tightly bound around her back before she could attempt to free herself. A hoof reached down and rubbed along her inner thighs, causing her to squirm in pleasure. Applejack worked quickly and soon found Dash herself hopefully tied up in at least half a dozen ropes. When she would kick her back legs, they would pull directly on the base of her wings. The small magic rings had been removed, allowing her to feel each jolt of pain as the rope threatened to yank her wing out of its joint. 
Was she foolish enough to kick with all her might? Bigger than the problem of her legs and wings being bound together was her forelegs. They were tightened from hoof to elbow against each other behind her back, forcing her shoulders back and making her chest stick out. This painful position was not enough, however, and a rope ran from both forelegs and between her ass cheeks. It dug deep into her rear and passed right between her labia. With nothing between Dash's sensitive inner folds and the abrasive rope her captor had used, every tiny movement caused it to scrape against her. The pain was unbearable, and even when doing her best to hold still, it was incredibly uncomfortable. The final insult was Applejack braiding her mane, creating an anchor point to tie a rope to. She fastened the rainbow hair to her tail, causing her to arch her neck back. This left her unable to move or avert her gaze from directly in front of her. She did her best to ensure her accent didn't come through as she removed the gag. You guess my name? Applejack asked. Dash licked her lips and swallowed. Applejack? She grabbed the nearby whip in her mouth and smacked Dash's flank. Wrong. AJ, I know it. The whip cr cracked and fell again on the same spot. You really are stubborn as a mule, she mocked, with her accent even more obvious. She waited to see if Dash would properly address her as mistress. Not you too, why AJ? The third time the whip hit Dash, couldn't choke back a yelp of pain. Why not? Applejack responded. You need to learn to keep your word. Saying you'll do something and not doing it is dishonest. Besides, I've always had a little fantasy about tying you up and making you pleasure me. Pleasure? Dash stopped as she felt the stinging pain in her flank. Damn it, stop whipping me! You're not the sharpest tool in the shed. I'm your mistress now. Applejack took the necklace off that had been disguising her voice. The fun and games are over. Now beg to eat me. Mistress, no, Dash shouted without thinking. Just let me go. Rarity won't know it was you. You sound pathetic. I ever told you what my father would do if he caught me lying? He'd make me pick a switch and he'd spank me. Too small and it'd break and he'd start over. Too big and it'd hurt like the dickens. I, I was wrong, okay, AJ? Dash said. Then act like it and accept your punishment. Applejack picked up the whip and hit her again on the red patch of sore skin on her flank. Now, ask if you can please your mistress. Dash tugged at the ropes again, eliciting a wave of pains from her scalp, wings and groin. They were too secure and rubbed against too many sensitive areas to make any escape attempt feasible. M Mistress, may I please you? What do you have in mind? I... May I lick your pussy, mistress? Dash asked. Sure, but if I think you aren't trying hard enough or you try to bite me, Applejack reached down and yanked on the crotch rope, causing Dash to squeal. I'll make you forget it, regret it. Yes, mistress. Applejack laid against the headboard of the bed and put herself on display just beneath Dash's head. She unzipped her groin and a wall of odour hit Dash, carrying all of Applejack's arousal with it. Juices lined the outfit and ripped out onto the bed. And for a moment, Dash swore she smelled apples. 
Applejack sat there for a moment and Dash tried to lean forward and begin. This caused the rope tied to her tail to tug painfully at the base of her spine. Ap- Mistress, I can't reach. Then try harder. Applejack hooked her foreleg around the crotch rope and slid Dash closer to her bite. The rope pinched Dash's labia, causing her to scream. In response, Applejack shoved her face into a waiting snatch. Now this is my kind of girl's night out. Dash tried to pull her head back and catch her breath. Her tail felt like it was being yanked out and her pussy was on fire from the rope, trying to split it in two. She mistakenly kicked her hind legs out in panic, causing a small popping noise from her wings as she stretched the joints just short of their limit. She was able to move her jaw to get a better breath, tinted with the salty and sour taste of apples. Dash wondered if this was how Granny Smith would taste, and then tried to scrub the unwelcome thought from her brain. Applejack was getting impatient and pushed her head down between her legs. Applejack's thighs tensed up and squeezed Dash's head so she couldn't move away. Dash stuck her tongue out and began to play with her labia half-heartedly. Her lungs were burning along with the sore muscles in her body from the strict rope work. As Dash breathed in musky stale air, she felt the pain begin to fade as it was replaced by pleasure. Her tongue pushed against Applejack's clitoris, eliciting a moan of pleasure. At the same time, the crotch rope slid against Dash's clit. The rope was becoming damp with her arousal and didn't hurt as much. The protest from earlier died out completely when Dash found a pleasing rhythm. She began to suckle and lap at Applejack's pussy like a newborn fowl. Foal. Dash would des- deliberately slow down, just enough to make Applejack tug on the crotch rope to encourage her. The rubbing ropes would bite into her skin, but would only intensify the growing pleasure inside as her battered body tried to cope with all the sensations assaulting it. Dash took short breaths as she pushed her tongue as far inward as she could. The muscular walls were contracting around it, and she realised Applejack was at the edge. Unable to pull back, she felt a stream of liquid hit her in the eyes. Applejack rocked backwards from her orgasm, yanking the ropes and Dash forward. Dash was overwhelmed as her muscles tensed and ropes tightened, causing her to lose control and orgasm right then. The two mares laid there together until they heard the door to the basement open. Dash yelped as she was shoved off and Applejack stood up, quickly zipping her suit closed. No need to be embarrassed. You put on quite the show, Rarity said. I caught the last ten minutes on the television upstairs. Applejack was struck speechless and looked back at Dash, who was laughing. Yeah, mistress, no need to be embarrassed. I bet Rarity had a hoof on her put mm. Dash thrashed against the rope, but her sensitive labia made her regret it. She found herself crying in pain and trying not to move as a metal bit was fastened into her mouth. Really, darling, have you learned nothing? Rarity chided. It almost makes me want to rip your tongue out, but alas, I doubt I could justify that. I did, however, convince every pony to allow me to mark you with a sign of my ownership. Dash looked up and saw every pony in the room, dressed in their mare do well costumes. Rarity's costume left enough skin exposed in just the right spots to tease another mare. 
Fluttershy's was more of a bondage suit, with straps and buckles allowing her to easily switch from me-do-well to pet at Rarity's whim. Pinkie Pie was wearing a latex me-do-well outfit, and Twilight wore the plain costume. They looked ridiculous, a fact Dash planned to point out once the gag was removed. She was caught off guard when Rarity turned her attention, attention to Fluttershy. Neil! She neared, kneeled down at Rarity's hooves, her eyes fixed on the floor in front of her. Pinky, fasten the straps on my pet nice and tight. Pinky moved over to do as she asked, quickly buckling Fluttershy's legs to her side and her wings to her back. All done! Good, Rarity said. She pulled out a large rubber bit and strapped it into Fluttershy's mouth. You'll want to, this to bite down on. Now, Dash, it's because of you that Fluttershy needs to be punished. Dash looked around in amazement, expecting a friend to step in. Twilight was actually taking notes, and Dash wanted to smack her in the side of the head. Meanwhile, Applejack was sorting through some tools, realising that Rarity was waiting for a response. Dash muttered out a few obscenities. Indeed, I can see why you might think that. Rarity walked over and loosened the bit enough to allow Dash to speak, albeit slurred. Now, since you refuse to cooperate, and since you have tricked my beloved Fluttershy into showing you, a worthless slave, her pity and kindness, I have to punish her. Dash watched helplessly as Rarity pulled out a large tool that looked like pliers. There appeared to be magic runes growing, glowing on it, and other mechanical bits on it she didn't understand. Fluttershy, face me, Rarity ordered. She looked up at her mistress, her smile concealed by the bit and a tear on her cheek. Rarity took the large metal tool and inserted it into Fluttershy's nose. Dash screamed out in anger, trying to prevent what she was, saw from happening. Fluttershy's eyes went wide for a brief second before she bit into their gag and screamed. There was a loud clicking sound as the tool punched a large hole in the septum of Fluttershy's nose. A slight sizzling sound faded as Rarity inserted a small black plastic device into her nose, followed by a four-inch round solid steel ring. It clicked shut and was fastened by a small screw, which vanished, becoming flush with the surface of the nose ring. The veins on Fluttershy's face and neck were still visible as she wept and bit into the gag from the pain. She had just been given a nose ring and had her place as Rarity's pet cemented. Dash thrashed with all her might in an attempt to break free and shove the tool up Rarity's ass. Instead, she was rewarded by a sharp pain in her wing and her swollen labia began to bleed a little. Easy, sugar cube, Applejack said. Stop! I'll kill you! Dash spat through the loosened bit. See, it's bad behaviour like that that leaves me no choice but to punish you. Where would you like Fluttershy's next piercing, Dash? Leave her alone! Still no manners. Nipples, perhaps? Rarity said. Unless you beg me to pierce you, Dash. She didn't want to watch Fluttershy get hurt again and swallowed her pride. Yes, mistress, Dash answered. What was that? Rarity asked. Please, mistress, pierce me. Why should I? Rarity asked. Are you ready to admit you're a worthless cunt? Are you ready to beg to be my pet? To beg... Your friend's forgiveness for being disloyal? Dash bit her lip for a moment, honestly thinking of admitting defeat, before the sheer arrogance of Rarity won out. 
Fuck you. Rarity sighed and fastened the bit tightly in Dash's mouth, silencing her. She then turned around and rolled Fluttershy onto her back. Really, Dash? You still can't admit you're wrong? Twilight asked. She walked over to Dash and saw the gashes in her flanks from the whippings. Signs of rope bend were apparent too, as Applejack had done her work a bit too well. Oh, Dash. Twilight fired up her horn and began to heal the small cuts and rope burn. She found herself conflicted again to see her in unnecessary pain, and yet pain was a proven motivator of change. Dash would break soon out of sheer necessity. Then Twilight would have her friend back and things could go back to normal. Twilight sat down next to Applejack and watched as Pinky and Rarity took a piercing gun and advanced on Fluttershy. Rarity began kissing and licking at Fluttershy's nipples until they were hard, standing erect. She even ran a hoof along her pet's sex, teasing her. Rarity fired the gun into her nipple with excellent placement. A small ring was attached to her right nipple, and unlike the nose ring, Fluttershy was moaning in pleasure from it. After suckling at the, after suckling at the other nipple for a minute, Rarity repeated the process. Dash began protesting again, this time wisely not trying to force her way free. The fight had been draining from her steadily as her muscles grew fatigued. Rarity leaned over and nibbled on Fluttershy's ear, whispering softly so only she could hear, Good act so far, Fluttershy. Continue to play the role well, pet, or Dash will experience twice the cruelty I've ever shown you. She got up and walked over to Pinky. Here you go. Why don't you give Dash an earring while I prepare Fluttershy's next punishment? Okie dokie lokie. Pinky said. She grabbed the piercing gun and went over to Dash. There was a pop as it fired the first stud through the ear. There was a second and then a third pop as it pierced twice more. Look, now she can be a pirate. Pinky. You were only supposed to give her one, Applejack said. Where's the fun in that? Besides, I don't want to pick just one earring for her. Look, Rarity's got a ton. Pinky pulled a box over and showed them six earrings each with a miniature version of their cutie marks. Dash tried to pull away as Pinky's hand to her and fired another three times into her other ear. Now she can wear all six. Rarity walked over and watched as she put the earrings in. Put myself, Twilight, and you on the right side. We'll leave the pets and Applejack on her left ear. Applejack shot her a nasty glance, which Rarity didn't notice. Meanwhile, they heard another six shots in rapid succession and Fluttershy squealing. Now they match, Pinky cheered, and Applejack was quick to run over and take the piercing gun away. Actually, it doesn't look too bad. Rarity pulled out another box with slightly more ornate cutie mark earrings. Rarity's mark was slightly larger and sparkled more than the others. In fact, I was hoping to find enough spots to pierce... Unused to use all six, my beloved pet. Twilight took a few notes and loosened the bit in Dash's mouth to allow her to speak. You ready to submit, Dashy? she asked. Yes, mistress, Dash said. So I can pierce your nose now. Beg me to do it, Dash, Rarity ordered. No, mistress, you wouldn't. You're still my friend and you wouldn't do anything to hurt me. Fluttershy said so. Rarity frowned and then turned, glaring at her pet. Dear, did you tell Dash I wouldn't hurt her? 
The air temperature seemed to drop as every pony turned to look at Fluttershy. She whimpered and looked at the ground, unable to move in her current bondage. Rarity levitated a piece of rope through the ring in Fluttershy's nose and jerked her head to face them. Fluttershy? She meekly nodded her head as both eyes watered from the pain. She mumbled softly, still silenced by the rubber bit she had used as a bite guard. Tell me, Dash, would it hurt you if I hurt Fluttershy? Yes, but you better not, Dash mumbled through the bit. She tried to spit out some of the excess saliva and ended up drooling. Her hind legs were starting to cramp and she'd gotten no closer to being freed. Rarity levitated some scissors over. Spread out your wings now. She removed the cape and allowed Fluttershy to extend her wings. She then clipped three primaries in half. Tell me, Dash, how many primaries can a Pegasus lose and still fly? I fear as much as she's improved, Fluttershy here can't afford to lose more than a couple. Stop it! Punish me, you whore, not her! Oh, Dash, and you had made such good progress calling me mistress. Rarity slipped off two more primaries on each side leaving Fluttershy with five primaries and five clipped feathers until she molted again. Damn it! Please, mistress, punish me! I'm a filthy lying whore. Clip my wings! Dash shouted. She froze when Rarity turned to face her with a gleam in her eyes. What was that, Dash? Rarity asked. I, uh, am a filthy lying whore, mistress. Dash replied. She needed her wings more than anything. Her skill in flying defined her self-image. Rarity levitated the scissors up to Fluttershy's remaining primaries. The Pegasus began to tremble, expecting the rest to be cut off at any moment. The loss of all ten feathers would ground her for months. I said, clip my wings, mistress. I... Dash knew without her primaries she'd be hard-pressed to fly to Cloudsdale, much less join the Wonderbolts until... She molted and grew new feathers. Please don't hurt Fluttershy anymore. Clip my wings, mistress. Since you behaved and asked nicely, I will oblige. Rarity walked over and gripped Dash's wings in magic. She wrenched them open and quickly cut through half of her primaries on each wing. By the time it registered with Dash, it was too late. Her struggles against the ropes would not have helped anyway. Now, I've got... So many more things to pierce. Perhaps I'll start with Fluttershy's tongue, or clitoral hood, Rarity asked. Unless you're ready for the nose ring, Dash. Dash was crying now, realising she'd be lucky to glide 20 feet, much less do stunts. She drew a curious stare from Twilight and took a and look of smug satisfaction from Applejack. The farm pony had always wanted to see the cocky stunt pony crack, to finally suffer for her arrogant attitude. As a bonus, she got to use Dash as a sex toy. Twilight, however, saw something different. Beneath Dash's brash and carefree attitude was a vulnerable pony. She had always taken Dash for face value, only now seeing how deeply she really did care for her friends. Perhaps calling her disloyal had been too much. Twilight checked her notes, but kept glancing back to the sign Pegasus. The way she gasped for short breaths and trembled, crying like a filly, was too much. Twilight knew she would break soon, and hopefully emerge stronger on the other side. I... Dash swallowed and clicked her teeth against the bit. 
Please, mistress, pierce my nose. I'm a worthless, dirty cunt who needs to be controlled. I need you to make me your property. Rarity smiled, seeing the defiance in Dash's eyes die as she closed them so she wouldn't have to watch. It only took her a moment to get the tool ready and she closed Dash's mouth. Don't bite down too hard, your bit is still metal after all. Dash opened an eye and was about to speak when the bit was tightened into place. She felt cold metal pinch against the inside of her nose. Both eyes shot wide open and a second later a sharp burning pain shot through her nose. Dash screamed and tried to yank her head back. The ropes tore into her sore skin and her nose was yanked forcefully back into place by the tool. A cold piece of plastic was placed inside her septum and a ring slid into place locking. The semi-permanent ring was now sealed and only a unicorn familiar with its design or a master blacksmith would be able to unfasten it. While it hung there, Applejack and Rarity went to work adjusting Dash's bondage while Pinky and Twilight sought a Fluttershy. Dash felt herself lifted and placed onto a layer of blankets on the floor. Ropes were loosened all over until she could move all her legs and wings again. They couldn't move far, but would not cramp. Next, she was rolled onto her back and Applejack sat down on her chest, unable to see what was happening. She could only wonder why her nipples were being licked and caressed. A sharp pinch signalled a nipple ring being placed. It was followed shortly by another ring. Dash had nearly passed out as she tried to hide from the pain now coursing through her nose and nipples. A cold rubber object pushed against her ass, catching her off guard. She couldn't move with Applejack pinning her, and her anus put up little resistance. The intruder slid in with a wet pop, and she was fastened in place using the rope. Next, the loosened crotch rope was pulled aside. A cool lubricant was spread around the dildo and slid into place. It helped soothe Dash's sore pussy, and she saw it, and she thought it a blessing, until the large invader entered her vagina and stretched it. The toy was larger than any stone she'd ever been with, or toy she had used on a lonely night. It was quickly locked into place, and Dash was released. She squirmed and tried to push the toys out, discovering quickly it was impossible. To her side was Fluttershy. Dash saw two small clasps and a chain in front of her. One end was attached to Fluttershy's nipple ring, and the chain was thread through Dash's nose ring and attached to Fluttershy's other nipple. Dash felt a similar tugging, realising her own freshly pierced nipples were being tied to Fluttershy's nose ring. She tried to look down and see for herself, which caused the chains to yank on Fluttershy's nipples. She cried out in pain and jerked her head on instinct, yanking Dash's nipples. The two squirmed in discomfort for a second before settling down. Their noses were incredibly sensitive, and even the small tug against others' nipple chain was torture. Dash had no choice but to relax, her eyes wandering to the dripping marehood only a couple of inches from her snout. Now, girls, we are done for today. Dash, as a reward for your good behaviour, I will allow you to be punished alongside your beloved Fluttershy. As for you, Fluttershy, you will have all night to think about your behaviour. I've set the vibrators in both of you to random intervals. I dare say between the vibrators and your partner's constant squirming, you won't get much sleep tonight. Applejack went around 
and adjusted the ropes, making sure they were not too tight to stay down here overnight. Trilight, meanwhile, began to fiddle with the controls to the vibrators. They had ten power levels and a dozen different combinations and patterns of vibration. According to the instructions, there was a 5% chance of the vibrators being set to the highest setting and locked there until turned off. Likewise, there was a 5% chance they would be set to their lowest setting and torment them endlessly overnight. Dash and Fluttershy each had a different controller, so they would not be on the same speed or settings. Rarity adjusted the chains one last time, leaving them less than an inch of slack. Dash would spend the night watching Fluttershy come, and vice versa. Every pony left the room and set the lights to their lowest setting. Once upstairs, they began to clean the tools off and put them away. I gotta say, when you ask for the tool we use on wild balls, I wasn't expecting you to pierce their nose, Applejack said. It was fascinating to watch, and with those plastic rings I suggested, they'll be easy to remove without the hole sealing up, Twilight explained. They can go around like a normal pony any time, so long as Rarity or I remove them. And while they are here, they'll be perfect little pets. You are definitely getting the hang of this, Twilight, and you too, Pinky, Rarity added. Yep, it sure was a lot of fun. How do you think I could go cut a notch out of Dash's ear? I've seen them do that to cows since branding was outlawed. Pinky ran into the kitchen and came back carrying a knife. Whoa, Nelly, you can't go cutting her ear, Applejack said. Yes, darling, the piercings will suffice for now. Rarity levitated the blade away from Pinky. Or, I just want to cut a little piece off Dashie. She's so cute, I could gobble her up. Pinky frowned and sat down on the table. How come you punish Fluttershy? Twilight said. Did she have that strong an effect on your plans to condition Dash and break her bad habits? Rarity's small smile faded as she thought back to her pet. Fluttershy had a wild side, a pony who enjoyed rough play, but that was part of their private life, up until her agreement to help in Dash's transformation. Fluttershy had been too shy to let any pony know she was into pet play. Now she had agreed to be one of Rarity's tools to help break Dash. Her first order of business was to get Fluttershy's consent for the nose ring. The rest was icing on the cake, as the two had oft discussed various piercings Fluttershy could get to help please her master. A few threats had done the rest, ensuring Fluttershy made no other attempt to undermine Rarity and show Dash sympathy. Yes, she... Th Thinks like a pet, not like a master. You cannot treat the pet like a real pony during play, and to treat Dash like anything other than an object to be used and discarded would undermine the conditioning. Only once she is broken you can consider treating her normal again, Rarity explained. Fascinating. So do you really think they'll be up all day and night? Twilight asked. She smirked, using her magic to check on the remote controls, to the vibrators in her saddlebag. She had set up a surprise for the two ponies in the basement. I guarantee it. Fluttershy spasmed again, bucking as her third orgasm hit her. Dash was prepared this time for the sudden yank on the chain, yet Fluttershy still spasmed and tugged on Dash's sensitive nose. Dash groaned and clenched the vibrator in her own marehood. The blasted devices had randomly picked six 
crappy settings in a row. First it was too low, then it was a slowly increasing vibration, then it shut off completely, buzzing on high for 5 seconds every 30 or so seconds. She had, been, she had given up trying to figure out how long they'd been chained up down here, until Fluttershy's second orgasm had caused her to be yanked forward and catch sight of a clock on the wall. It had only been three hours. They'd been trapped down here for at least they'd be trapped down here for at least eight more. The vibrator was on low again and Dash was going crazy. She f forgot about revenge or anger, wanting only to get release. The constant teasing while Fluttershy came again and again an inch in front of her face was too much. Dash tilted her head, tugging at Fluttershy's nipples. She squealed in protest, unable to make any other sounds with the rubber gag in the back of her mouth. Dash wiggled her muzzle, causing the ring to slide around a little. Finally, she figured out she could get her tongue through the nose ring. The chain was pulled tight against Fluttershy's nipple rings, and she was still whimpering to get Dash to stop. It took Dash a while to get her tongue past the rope holding the vibrator in place. Finding a way to get her tongue to its destination proved difficult, but after fidgeting for a minute she hit the mark. Dash began to lick at Fluttershy's clit and tease her marehood with her tongue. Fluttershy felt the small movements of Dash's tongue and began to realise what she was trying to communicate. She realised that she had already climaxed three times, having gotten longer and stronger cycles of vibrations. Fluttershy had yet to feel or see Dash come. She moved her yellow muzzle up towards a patch of rainbow hair. Just below it was the beginning of her slit. Soaked in juices that dripped off the dildo, Fluttershy managed to reach it with her tongue. Savouring the taste of Dash's arousal, the vibrator was still on a very low setting, so she began to tease Dash's clitoris with her tongue. Between the ropes, rings and vibrators, it took all her focus to find a way to give Dash the relief she desperately craved. Dash relaxed, finally feeling herself build up towards an orgasm again. With Fluttershy's help and the tugging at her nipples, she had just enough to get there. Dash closed her eyes and focused on bucking gently, not wanting to tug on Fluttershy's nose ring. The gentle vibrations passed between the butt plug and the dildo, massaging the inner walls of Dash between them. The feeling of fullness increased as they worked together to slowly torment her. Warmth built inside Dash as she felt her friend's tongue diligently teasing her, ensuring her release. Dash struggled to focus on the orgasm to get past the point of no return. When the vibrator finally changed settings, it began to vibrate at full strength constantly, showing no signs of stopping. She could not help but explode and writhe in ecstasy seconds later. The continuous assault on her abused and neglected marehood sent waves of warmth through her limbs, electrifying her nerves. She could hear Fluttershy yelping in pain as she wriggled around uncontrollably. Her own nose and nipples were being painfully tugged, but she could not cease her movements. As Dash finally calmed down, she heard Fluttershy crying. Dash tilted her head up and began to tease her friend, wanting to return the favour. Fluttershy felt the pain fading and a familiar tongue at her groin. 
She could hear Dash's vibrator at full power and knew from past experience how these vibrators worked. Once locked onto high speed, they would remain there until shut off. It had happened to her once before and had left her feeling like a limp noodle for days. She continued to cry as her own vibrator had just turned to high too. Fluttershy knew she would orgasm again and again until she passed out, and so would Dash. They would only wake from their sleep long enough to come again before passing back out. It would be a long night indeed. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider joining my Patreon, patreon.com slash tmff to get early access to audiobooks and to be able to request I do a reading of what you want, provided the author approves. Thank you to Artlist.io for providing the massive music and sound effect library that I have to work with. And most of all, thank you to the bronies who write the amazing stories that inspire me to make these. Fluttershy and Izzy are best ponies. I now have a Discord server where you can join in and chat with other fanfiction fans. If you enjoy what I do, you can donate to me on Ko-Fi. Links in the description.